So last time on Fatty Scum. Wait, we gotta clap. Oh yeah. No, yeah, you fuck. <laughs> three, two, one. Wait, do I go on three or do I go on one? You go on clap. The you imaginary the, clap. The imaginary but no one, zero. Wait. It's three, two, one. Three, two, one. But does the zero come before or after the three? One. Uh, it's the imaginary zero comes after the one. One. Three, one. two, but like, one. But wait, what? But what, what? Where does it come after? The, does it come after the three or before the three? What the do zero, you mean? The, did, what? It comes after the one. <laughs> it comes after. We're going backwards. What do you mean? So, so, so it comes after the three. It does. Yeah, it is after it, but it's like two two counts after the three. Is it two counts after the three or three counts after the three? Well, it is. It's on the third beat after the three. <sighs> hey, Dallas, can you hit it out the gunshot that I'm going to sound off when I kill myself right now? Can you edit that out? <laughs> you just edit out that gunshot and be good with that. Well, your Discord would probably do a good job. Who's, who's gonna Who's gonna DM it? I don't know. You guys figure that part out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, another yeah. clap called open. People love those. I think <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me this they, time. It wasn't me. They we do have lost tend the to hero be popular. to our glorious and noble cause. But does this foreshadow our defeat? No. It is a new beginning. Last time on Fetty Scum. Yeah, last I'll time die. on Fetty Scum. Almost uh, again. There was an assassination attempt on Furin in the Med Bay. Um, and, Why am I and always Med on the receiving side of these things, Adam? And, and, and Med Bay was locked down with, with Oscar and Orville inside. And then was it Finway and uh, Holden or was it Finway and Rast who showed up? All three of us. All three. All of them and, okay. Fenway was allowed in. We weren't. But Fenway was allowed in. So it's just Rast and Holden on the outside of this bulkhead door. This is one bulkhead door, am I right, Rasty? Uh, I mean, yeah, why are you? Uh, I don't know what you? that means. <laughs> Out of character. Do you not know what a bulkhead door is now? It's like a bulky door, right? It's like a thick yes. door. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. See, I knew that. There you go. All right. Leave it at that. You use context clues. Perfect. And it has a head. <laughs> no. It has a big ceramic head hanging from it. Yeah, exactly. That you can pray no. to. It, it actually no. is alive. Like it, it blinks and it talks to you if you Stop. ask it a question. Stop oh, fuck. It. Are we praying to the porcelain god again? No. Ask it a question, Stop. Dallas. Stop. There's actually two heads on this bulkhead. It's a double bulkhead. Um, and <laughs> one only tells truths and the other one only tells lies. <laughs> hey, he told me you're stupid. <laughs> Is that how you win? All right, no. <laughs> so yeah, y'all are just kind of uh, waiting out there, Holden. And uh, Rast is like, ah, should we? Uh, should we knock or? Uh, I guess let's. I'm, I'm gonna knock. But metal sounding. That sounded like metal. What are you talking about? What was that? Oh, I'll keep what it did in you then. knock on? I knocked on my 
wooden desk. It, it, <laughs> it sounds it just, like metal. It sent the reverb up through the fucking yeah, the arm. To like the the arm of the mic. Cool. It sounded like metal. Yeah. R- rock and roll. Yeah, I don't think you need to replace that sound effect though. <laughs> There's no response. Hello. No response. Hmm. I uh, hmm. I don't think they're gonna answer. <sighs> Maybe we should just pick up this food that someone dropped. Someone? Aren't you? Isn't he holding food himself? Aren't we both yeah. holding food? I don't I remember. Thi- I think y'all were both holding food, but someone did drop food, and we know who it is. It's Orville. Orville dropped food. Why? Uh, we already we, have our own food. Yeah, but there's a there's a mess in the hallway. It's like a, a slipping hazard. So, okay, uh, get the janitors. There's got to be a janitor around here, right? It's a navy. Yeah, his name's his name's Tim. <laughs> it is a uh, it is an empty hallway. There's no one in here, so it's like. Look, I don't get paid to Janet. Okay. I guess that's a good point. Oh my god. Kind of, kind of is below our pay grade. Yeah, we get paid to kick ass and eat this delicious soup. Outside of a closed bulkhead door, apparently. Yeah. Well. Uh, Ref, Ref sits down in the hallway and starts eating. I'm gonna sit down and start eating too. Meanwhile, inside the room. All right, so uh, I think how we left off in here is the basics were kind of explained to you that it was inner Xeon politics to some degree. There's still probably a lot of questions to be had, but the one the 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 dead spy's body has been drugged kind of across the med bay and put onto the bed opposite of Naps. Uh, Naps, how you holding in? How you holding up? How you doing? Uh, refresh my memory. Was I was I hurt at all during this whole thing? It was a pretty harrowing experience. Uh, and you were stabbed with a, with a needle. Yeah, but but he didn't inject me with the stuff, yes. right? Actually, he did not inject you, but you were. So stabbed. I guess I'm I'm bleeding out of the little needle thing a little bit, but I, I mean that's nothing yeah. compared to what I went through like two episodes prior. Yeah, probably some adrenaline in your system for having to fight someone off. But other yeah, than some... that, you're okay. In fact, you, 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 the adrenaline is making it so like you kind of want to sit up in bed and maybe even walk around. You have some energy back in you. Uh, it may not be a great idea to do that. So, I'm, I'm just a little fidgety then. You know, my, my legs are a little like paddling, like I'm, I'm swimming, but I'm not swimming. I'm lying in my bed. You're like a, someone's holding a corgi above a bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Orville's kind of talking to himself. Uh, you can hear him being like questioning things like uh, oh, how many agents uh, they have to be trying to prevent uh, us stopping that prisoner of war trade, blah, blah, blah. blah. He's just mumbling to himself things like that, trying to figure out the logistics from their perspective to figure out what exactly is going to occur. Yeah, look, I'll look around the room, like well, what everyone's up to. Okay, well, like I said, Orville's, uh, Orville's kind of just worrying. Yeah. Oscar is thinking silently to himself. Fenway, I guess you get to decide what you're doing. I mean, at this point, I already know that, like, Amps was fine, because they'd already told me he was fine. Mm-hmm. I'm probably looking over the... Uh... Yeah, now I'm going to go look over the fucking the dead agent. Cool. See if he has anything fucking in his pockets or anything that's just damning evidence. All right. Let me roll to search the body. Going to be keen. And I think it's just going to be awareness. So keen and awareness uh, at a uh, at a plus two because you're just searching a body. It's not too hard. You know, where is four, three, seven, plus two, nine. I uh, rolled an eight to so one success. Okay. I roll so a lot of fucking you, eights. But I don't. I don't know why it's eights. <laughs> uh, things in the middle of those the dice are going to be far more common. Oh, 
Oh, so eight's a more common roll. Yes, it's uh, the uh, two and three dice system creates a bell curve where the most common results are in the center, and it's very uncommon to have a uh, have a serious fuck up on one end or a serious success on the other. It it's makes the, it kind of the ideal rolling system. It does. Wow. Weird. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you search through the pockets uh, of this of this dead uh, nurse, quote unquote. And uh, yeah, you don't really find anything that is like uh, stand out wise in the pockets on the outfit or anything. But you do find that he has a wristwatch and this wristwatch is set to 10 minutes and counting down. It has already been counted down by two minutes. It also seems to be a wristwatch that monitors the heart rate of the individual. It is currently reading zero. Oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) uh oscar oscar we got a problem yes why what is it uh pretty sure this motherfucker has bomb on him oh no he uh we got about eight minutes (laughs) a what a what uh orville rushes over too and starts like examining the wristwatch like ah it it actually has a transmitter on it, too. They could be anywhere on the ship. Oh, fuck. He examines it more. All right. Do you see these three indicating lights here? I think there's three bombs. Three what? <laughs> three bombs. Naps. Bombs, naps. Keep up. We don't, we don't, we have, if we keep having to stop to explain this to you, we're going to blow up, okay? Like- oh, God. <laughs> And uh, if you forgot, we are in a submarine, uh, and so we will all die, even if you're not near a bomb. We will sink to the bottom of the ocean and be crushed. Can we Can we have the captain fucking emergency surfaces? Or would that be a, another issue? Oscar thinks for a bit and then says, if we do that at this moment, uh, we're already on a course to our next objective. It'll blow our cover. So that's not really an option. And... I think it's best that the rest of the crew not know. It could incite a panic. Is the rescue squad outside? Uh, the, yes. Yeah, the rest of the squad's outside. Bring them in. Go fucking open the door and yank, yank the other two in and then shut yeah. it right behind them. Oh. Oh, uh, hey, guy. Wow. What happened in here? Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that later. Hello, nurse. <laughs> He's dead. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh fuck! I was ready for that. <laughs> I need a need some exposition here, please. Orville, um, Orville turns to both uh, Rast and Holden and begins giving them a quick rundown. This man is a spy, most likely in the intelligence organ of Cassilia Zabi. He tried to assassinate your friend Naps here, and, well, we prevented it, but it seems he has a device on him that has kicked off a detonation of at least three bombs. Is that all? Tied to his heartbeat. We have eight minutes to find them and deactivate them. Now, what if we bring him back to life? Would it reverse it somehow? Is that possible? Usually dead men switches are not reversible unless there is a, some kind of fail-safe code, but there'd be no way of us knowing that. I want to put the watch on my arm. It doesn't stop, but now you have time on you. 
Oh, well, that's good. <laughs> you also know that your heart rate is at a resting 110, which is not good. I, uh, <laughs> <oops>. <laughs> Maybe I should lay off the red meat. Rast, what do you think? <laughs> Rast is just terrified. He's not he's not responding. He's just like staring at the floor. Oscar speaks up. I think the most logical place to place the bombs are going to be the engine room, the bridge, and the hangar. We should split up and look for the bombs in those locations. All right. What what, what am I gonna do? Am I just do I just have to sit tight here? Or or, you... or, or, or yeah, Orville turns to you and is like, yeah, just Stay here and you know yeah, rest. It, you can't really do anything. I'm, yeah, just take a little quick, I'm quick nap. Not sure I can rest after all of that. I okay. Here he he walks over to your machine. Do you want me to up your morphine so you can go to sleep? Yeah, if you die, you won't even know it. <laughs> best way to go. No, it no, might I'd, be best. He's doing you a kindness here. You know, just maybe <sighs> maybe this way you'll just drift off to sleep and never have to feel the explosions or the water crushing us, filling our lungs. Not really like. The way you guys are talking about this. R- ramming our, our now broken ribs through our set lungs and the rest of our organs. I don't, have, I don't think we have time for this. <laughs> Rast is just having a panic attack. I'm going to fucking give Rast a correction. Ooh. I'm better. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I, I really needed that, actually. All right. We've probably wasted, like, a, <sighs> we said another, like, minute and a half of time right now. Like, <laughs> Holden, you look at your watch, and you have wasted exactly about a minute and a half. All right. I guess I'll uh, go. Uh, Engine room, bridge, and hangar are your options. Bridge. Heading to hangar. I guess I, I guess I got the engine room. Orville uh, says he's going to go uh, to the uh, hangar with, with Fenway. And Oscar is going to debridge with uh, Holden. You got this, breast monkey. Yeah, <clears throat> I got this. Just, just remember the crazy shit that we did in Parvo. All right, just, just remember our time in Parvo. You did fine there. You'll be fine here. Yeah, I got this. I got this. I got this. And then just gonna leave the fucking room. We're running there. Yeah, everyone goes their separate ways. Leaving naps alone. Leaving naps. Uh, sitting in your med bay uh, <laughs> bed. Across from a corpse. You know, it is kind of weird to leave me alone so fucking quickly after an assassination attempt. <laughs> Don't worry, they shut the bulkhead. Oh, great. Yeah. No one can hear you scream. Just go to sleep, buddy. No, I'm, I, am, I am intently staring at the corpse across me, hoping that it fucking stays being a corpse. I mean, he was shot in the head. Look, I'm not taking any chances. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. We got nothing better to do. Yes. Um, let's handle the bridge first. Okay. Where's this bridge thing? Uh, y- y'all are in the elevator uh, going up. Uh, and Oscar is not responding to you. He just seems to be ignoring you. You got something on your mind? Do you have to talk so much? Kind of. I help, I like to fill in the silence. I think that's why I hate you. You hate me? Yes. What? Is that not clear? I, not really. On a personal level. It's, oh. Business-wise, I think you're completely acceptable. Oh, thank you. But personally, I find your presence... What's a good word for it? Uh, intrusive? That'll work for now. 
<laughs> it arrives at the bridge. So there are a lot of control panels, and everyone seems to be just minding their business. And uh, when uh, Oscar steps out, everyone is uh, officer on deck, and everyone salutes and stuff. And then he's like at ease, and they go back and sit down. And then uh, he turns to you and kind of whispers, "Remember, they can't find out, so try oh, yeah. to look as stealthily as possible." Got it. Got it. You clear all the control panels. Uh, oh, okay. Make sure to look underneath them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it, got it. I'll check uh, some of the back supply areas and uh, the uh, captain's chair. Got it, got it, got it. Wink, wink, got it. All right. So what are you going to do? Where are you going to go? I'm going to just, uh, you know, meander over to the, the control panels, just like... There is a uh, operator at a control panel, and he's looking at you very kind of like, why are you here? Oh, it's, what's all this? What's all this? You going to give me the tour of the this this N- thing? No. No. Why are you here? Uh, just just, just the- maybe just inspecting the bridge, just looking around. Uh, what's a? Uh, so you've been here all day? Uh, yep. You didn't take a lunch or anything? Uh, hey. Hey, I'm just asking. I'm just making conversation. Ask me about my lunch. It was the same lunch everyone else got. Yeah, I was just wondering: Do you eat lunch up here? Or do you like go to the bridge? Like, who who watches the bridge when you're at lunch? Oh, one one of the auxiliary officers goes and gets meals for everyone. Oh, so you've been here pretty much all day. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I have been. I'm gonna look under <laughs> under the machine. What under the, the fuck? The panels. Hey, I just uh, I want to see the inner workings of it all. I never seen a bridge before. Fact to tell you the truth, I thought it was a, a bridge, like a, you know, I didn't know it was just a room. Uh, Roman keen and awareness. Keen, five awareness, three, seven, two successes. Okay, under this control panel, there doesn't seem to be anything that looks bomb-like. Uh, at least from what you're imagining. <laughs> I feel like Holden's imagining one of them big cannonball-looking bombs. With yeah, acne bombs. Yeah, he's like, huh. Yeah, so there's nothing that. here that's bomb-like, but there is like, a, it's like a long row of control panels, so you can't really see in the middle or the far end of it unless you kind of like crawled under the entire row. Yeah, I'm just going to get under it a little bit, start what crawling. The- what are you doing? I thought I saw a rat. I didn't know rats could live this far what? down. You have a I rat mean, problem? I mean, submarines can have rat problems. Fuck. Uh, uh, let me see. I think there's a hole down here where one's crawling through. Let me look through it real quick. So as you crawl down the control panel, basically, there's like uh, different operators as you get close to them being Sorry. reacting to like, what the? What? what the Excuse f- me. What? Sorry. What? I saw a rat. After about, I don't know. Maybe uh, three minutes of uh, awkwardly uh, uh, <laughs> three whole minutes <laughs> uh, 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 shuffling under the row. Uh, over, at, uh, you, you pop out the other end, and there is uh, nothing. Wow, that was that was cool. Yeah, I didn't catch the rat, but you guys need to put some traps down or something. I, I'm assuming. Holden, over here. Oh, yep. See, see you guys. <laughs> yeah, what's up? Uh, he hands you a bomb. What the fuck? It was placed under the captain's seat. What is this? And I found it immediately, but I allowed you to finish your charade. Yeah, there's not a second bomb under. Wait, is this what bombs look like? Yeah. Uh, it's not big and round. Where's the fuse at? Uh, mm, <laughs> it's not going to have a fuse. It's going to be remote detonated. Oh. 
Um, it seems to already be deactivated. It seems he's already deactivated it. Well, I guess I guess we did it. Right. Let's go to see if the others need help. You you got it. Let's let's get on out of here. I want to look at my uh, wrist before leaving. Um, three minutes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> now this is all happening concurrently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got ours, you know, with time to spare. Go us. Hanger. Hello. Fenway and uh, Orville, you are approaching the hangar. Orville's kind of just like like mouthing off about what could be on uh, where the hangar opens to flood the hangar as quickly as possible. It could be on uh, several of the mobile suits to disable the team. Um, there's obviously refueling stations, ammo stations. He's just kind of rambling to himself. Probably, probably our fuel stores and our ammunition stores should be our first thing. Second thing, looking at the door as well. I was thinking the same. Right. Fuck, does this hangar actually like meet the exterior bulkhead on either of the sides? Or I'm not sure how these subs are designed. So, so yes, like there is basically a little platform that once you kind of get kind of carried out onto a launching platform, seals and then opens up and that's to the exterior. So there is a, a separate little area. Similar to how you would like exit a uh, underwater area in like a, a a small suit, like a personal okay. uh, submersive, you you are sealed uh, in a vacuum area. Pressure is adjusted, slowly flooded, and then that area opens. So yeah, it's so kind of like that. Yeah, I guess. And then follow up with checking those or along right. the, along the side there. <sighs> All right. What what, what do you want to check first? I'll, I'll do fuel stores if you do ammo, I guess. Right. Makes sense. Yep. All right. And then he repeats to you again. He says, remember, keep it on the down low. Yep. Picked the wrong guy for that, but yep. Uh, so you arrive at the hangar. Uh, and uh, similar to where they were when Holden left them, the Charles are kind of just fucking around playing poker. They seem to be like the only ones in there outside of a few mechanics. All, all the mobile suits are exactly where they're at. Nothing seems like immediately out of place. Orville begins briskly walking over to uh, the ammo storage area. I'm kind of going to follow suit and just go over towards the, the fuel storage. Like not right. really pay attention to the fucking Charleses. So you, 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 you briskly walk over to the fuel storage area. You think you hear one of the Charleses wh whistle as you walk by? What? <laughs> The like a wolf whistle? Cat calling like a, you. Like, hey. Cat calling you, effectively. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> you like, shoot them the death glare and then go you, back to what I'm doing. <laughs> you shoot them the death glare and you can tell, like, all of them were recently looking in your direction and, like, like looked away real quickly when you looked. So, <laughs> no real clue on which one did it. I'll deal with them later. I don't have time for this shit right now. I shorty shorts, bud. <laughs> you uh, you arrive at the fuel area. So there's a huge tank, actually several of them, and a a, a pumping apparatus. This is a, a large fuel pump area, and and then a, a variety of tubes with a lot of slack in them, so they can be kind of uh, carried off to where the mobile suits rest to reload the booster fuel on the mobile suits. Gotcha. I'm going to start be kind of trying to look like where in, in, in the spot that's probably closest to the middle of all the tanks to where it wouldn't take too big of an explosion to hit all of them. Right. Roll me keen and awareness again. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, three failures. 
<laughs> you don't find anything. Looks all clear to you. <laughs> Horville comes over to you. All right, did you find anything? I didn't see anything in the ammo area. I'm not seeing anything here either. Um, right, I'll double check you here. You double check me in the ammo area. Yeah, we'll yeah, move yeah. On. Go, go to the fucking ammo area. All right. So yeah, this is basically just a big ammo storage container, or several of them for the different kinds of ammunition used in uh, the various firearms uh, and uh, Vulcans on board the uh, MS, uh, and some missiles and torpedoes that are used on the Lockwood itself. So where you want to start? MS ammo or uh, Lockwood ammo? Uh, probably the Lockwood ammo first, since it's going to be the more explosive sounding. Keen and awareness. God oh, damn it. <laughs> Two failures. Finway punch, he no notice things. Finway notice blood drip from enemies after punch. <laughs> All right, you don't, you, you don't notice anything over here, too. And Orville, and you meet back up, and he seems nervous. Yeah, I didn't find anything. Not seen anything either. I don't. He looks at his watch on the inside of his wrist. We have two minutes. Fuck, 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 fuck. Um... You! He calls out to the Charleses. Over here! Hop to! They arrive in front of him. He, he barks at them, effectively. You! Check here! Check here! You check the mobile suits, and you check the, uh, the, the, the exit to the hangar. We're looking for a bomb. Doesn't seem happy that he's had to resort to that. <laughs> yep. But it is what it is. I'm just going to shoot them the glance like... You will never say anything about what is happening in here right now to anyone. <laughs> uh, actually, ro ro roll me wrath and intimidation to see if they get the message just through uh, the glare. <laughs> I'll give it a plus two. It's still a failure. <laughs> oh, my oh my god, what's going on today? You got my rolled. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> they kind of just shrug it off like, eh. All right. Like, they're like, okay, we're, we're, we're going to put this down for now. But, like, they don't know if they uh, should be afraid of you or not. <sighs> they all run off to go check where Orville told them to go check. You, you, you hear Rast come over the radio. Uh, all, all of you, including Holden and Oscar, who are now, y'all are heading to the, the hangar. I, I, got, I, I found it. I found it. What, what, what do I do now? Oscar goes over the radio and says, do you see the third wire from the left? Not the blue one, but the red one, uh, the one that wraps around. OK, so if you follow it back to the back of the bomb, there's a panel. You need to remove that panel, then open up. There is a fuse. Smash the fuse. But at the same time, you need to remove the red wire from the opposite side of the bomb. Ah, uh, OK. <laughs> There's a long pause. Oscar, you told me there wasn't a fuse. This is fucked up. It's not that kind of fuse. You don't know what kind of fuse I was thinking of. I know what kind of fuse you were thinking about. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then suddenly you hear Rast. Oh, okay, it stopped. I, I, I think it's good. Naps. Yes, the corpse start moving. I panic. <laughs> No, no, you're, you're in the med bay alone. It's very quiet. I mean, you remember how much time they said they had left. And yeah. while you don't have a watch on you, you do have just a very plain clock on the wall across from you over that body. And you've been watching it tick down 
and you know it's getting oh boy. very, very close when you hear. Oh, oh hold on. <laughs> okay, I, I strain myself to stand up because I have a bad feeling about this. <laughs> <laughs> Give me. No! <laughs> I knew we left a bomb on the body. I knew we fucking left a bomb. Give me a grits and a <laughs> athletic oh, check. Oh, you're going to gonna kill up. us all. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. Grits and what was it? Athletics? Athletics to see if you can manage to stand up. Yeah, fuck no, I can't. I have to hit four. I mm. rolled a 10. Mm. Oh. You immediately fall and smack on the floor. Oh. <laughs> it's bad. very painful. You think one of your wounds reopened. Well, I don't care about that. I'm fucking crawling towards the cove. Yes, good, good. Yeah, crawl for me. <laughs> How much time do I think I have left? Two minutes. Oh, well, that's plenty. <laughs> right, I crawl over. <laughs> Please. You know that the distance between your bed and the bed across from you can't be more than about seven feet, but it feels like it's a mile. The beeping only gets quicker and quicker. No good. That's no good. That's no good. Eventually, you make it to the bed. If, I hope so. And you manage to pull yourself up to where the corpse is. Yeah, I try to identify where the beeping is coming from exactly. Keen unawareness. There's no disadvantage, but there's no advantage either. You just looked at my stats like, yeah, he doesn't need it. No, 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 no. Yeah, I got two, two successes. You search the body. You search the pockets where Fenway already checked. There's nothing. You you pat them down. There is nothing. But you no, still I'm... hear the beeping, but it sounds muffled. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's inside him. I played Metal Gear Solid 5. You pull open his shirt, and you put your head almost against his stomach, and you hear the beeping inside of him. Yeah, that's bad. I look around for, like, a scalpel or something. There's a tray of medical equipment. Yeah, okay. I grab it, and I, I stab inside... You cut open the corpse. Very messy. I'm very frantic. Oh, it's it's fucking horrible. <laughs> it smells too because you've you've cut something that is gastric in nature and. Oh yeah, well, uh, eyes wide open, just you know, stabbing away at it, kind of panicking a little bit. Do I find the bomb? You eventually find the bomb. You pull it out. It's covered in blood. It's wrapped in like a, a weird cellophane, but it's definitely a bomb. All right, back to the hangar. <laughs> One of the Charles is like, hey, I found it. It was in the ammo. And he tosses it across the hangar. And <laughs> Orville's like, ah! It kind of runs, grabs it out of the air. And then it says there's only like 20 seconds left on it. He flips it over. Pops it open, follows the instructions of uh, that Oscar relayed over the radio to Rast earlier, perfectly uh, pulling the wire and snapping the fuse. Uh, the, like the bomb stops. All right, Fern, we're yes. back with naps. Oh fuck! You have unwrapped the bo bomb of its cellophane. Yes. Now you need to figure out how to disable it. Look, I got high academics. I'm smart. Go for it. I, I will kind of let you pick your role. Do you want to do academics or subterfuge or tech? Oh my. I will allow any of those. 
Where's my tech? Okay, now my academics is the highest, so I'm gonna use that. So it's probably you know from training, whatever. Okay, I have to hit eight. Oh fuck! I got a seven. Yes! Yeah! <laughs> you look it over and you figure out how you need to disable this bomb. Just in the nick of time, you do so. The bloody scalpel is still on my hand. <laughs> I cut the wire. The bomb stops ticking. You know, I sink to the floor, very exhausted. <laughs> What's funny now? <laughs> I'm just enjoying this. A Shut lot. up! <laughs> <laughs> By the way, there's a fifth bomb! <laughs> it's in his ass. <laughs> God. Three indication right. likes four bombs. What the fuck? What a douchebag. like mecca right tabletop gaming too of course you do why the fuck else are you here if you're a fan of both of these things and yeah we know you are go check out the kickstarter for the mecca themed action strategy board game strato stratagem strato stratagem is a fast-paced two to four player board game created to capture the feeling of a whole season of mecha anime in a single session Go Head to Head is one of four factions to fight for control of mankind's space colonies. Conquer territory to gain upgrades, including new weapons and transformations. Find pilots to fight for your cause and guide your forces through the chaotic events that surround all-out warfare. Early bird backing gives you a 20% discount on your copy. So go to tinyurl/stratostratagem, link in the description, to secure your copy today. Hell yes! Early bird specials are still available, so be sure to pick up your copy if you haven't already. Just follow the link in the description. Let's shout out our newest patrons. There's Beldeth, J.W. Hawkins, and Anthony Calderoni. If you too would like to support Deadset Media, please consider becoming a patron to our Patreon. It's a really good time to join also because not only are we releasing early access pilot episodes to all of our newest projects, which, you know, there's a pretty good amount, but there's a rumor that Uncle Matt's Cabin is coming back this Friday. For those of you who don't know, that's where Matt gets drunk and plays video games, streams art, and other random shit. Chaos always ensues. Our Scum Summer giveaway is also still going on, so if you haven't already, just follow Fetty Scum's Twitter and retweet the giveaway post to be eligible to win some sweet Gumplum. Link in the description. All right, thanks, guys, and enjoy the rest of the episode. Eventually, everyone arrives back into the med bay. Y'all kind of arrive at the same time, open up the bulkhead, and come in. I'm just on the ground next to the corpse in a puddle of blood. Oh, oh, what the fuck? Uh, what happened? Did you eat him? Wait, is that a... <sighs> Is that a, a bomb? That was a bomb. In, in where? Inside the body. Oh, in your body? No, you fucking dumbass. Oh, in his... I get it. I get it now. Guys, I get it. Jesus. Did you cut the fuse or whatever? No, it looks like it. I'm gonna look at my watch. Oh, it's it's flashing at zero. Well, uh, I guess we did it. Ah, Rast stumbles back in the room. He's incredibly sweaty. I, I did it. Here it is. What do I do with this? I don't want to hold it anymore. I'll take it from him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the it. worst person to take it. I still have the other one, too. You are now holding two bombs. Oh, no. Huh. <laughs> cool. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm going to go pick up Fern's bomb, too. No. <laughs> Three bombs. I guess I'll, I'll uh, I would help you back on the bed, but 
I got my hands full. He's got all these bombs. I got all these bombs. Orville uh, goes to help Naps back into his bed. He kind of looks to Fenway to kind of ask him to help as well. I'm going to throw the bombs into this little uh, trash can. Oh, my God. (laughs) Please, please be careful. Fuck's sake. Okay. Bombs taken care of. We did it. Help Orville picking fucking Naps back up into the bed. All right. You okay, buddy? Some of my wounds must have opened again. I may need the doctor to look me over again. Already on his way, says Oscar. Oscar seems to be lost in thought a bit. It's like, why set a timer for ten minutes? If there must be another spy on board, and that was his time to get off. How is someone supposed to get off a submarine? There are escape pods. You better go check them. Oscar kind of just looks to Orville. Orville just nods, and after helping you, looks to Finway. All right, let's go. Yep, let's go. And the two of them rush off. Uh, Rast has crawled into a uh, med bay bed and is uh, sleeping. (laughs) What the (laughs) fuck? (laughs) He has just kind of passed out, sprawled from the stress. It's fucking crashed from the intro to one. Poor little guy tuckered himself out. I'm going to tuck him in. The doctor comes in. I heard there was a medical emer- and <laughs> sees the scene. Ugh. What happened? He sees dead body on the ground. Bloody soldier who he just fixed up like weeks ago in the yes. bed and me tucking in another guy. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's what he's doing. It was a little more than just a medical emergency. Oscar kind of looks at the doctor and then just nods his head in the direction of Naps and the doctor kind of immediately rushes over to you and begins looking you over. Uh, He gives you some uh, more morphine and begins immediately re-sealing and stitching your wounds and cleaning them up a bit. Things start to get very blurry, Fern. (laughs) Naps can barely see or make sense of everything. It almost feels like everything that just happened is a dream. Maybe it was. Maybe it was. Oh, no, it wasn't. It was <laughs> Fenway and Orville. Y'all are uh, rushing to the basically escape pods. You get to the, the corridor, which houses all of them. Uh, and they basically are on either side of you. Uh, Orville turns to you and just says, uh, uh, just check to make sure the pods are there. He, the spy's probably gone. <sighs> For his, for his sake, he better fucking be. If he's not, try to get him alive. Yep, alive and in pain, that's the plan. Just gonna fucking, like, bolt through, like, kind of just looking in to each pod as we as we run by. Uh, every single pod is there and empty. So once you arrive at the end of this corridor, with you checking one side and him checking at the other, you both kind of just shrug. Maybe they decided not to escape. Maybe they decided to risk it. Maybe maybe it wasn't meant for them to escape. Maybe it was meant for them to get somewhere else while we were busy. He starts thinking a bit. Damn it. He rushes off. I'm going to fucking chase him. Okay. <laughs> he leads you up the stairs into the private quarter area and in the direction of Oscar's office. Oh, no, the plans. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> when he gets there, the door opens up and there is a guy standing in Oscar's office holding files. I'm gonna just fucking straight spear him like my name is Goldberg. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Describe the attack to me. 
Oh, God, you know, I'll just send you a fucking gif. I don't, I don't. <laughs> you, you, you don't know what, you don't know what Spear is? You just have to describe it for the podcast. You have to just, this is an audio I, podcast. I know. I know. Uh, do, you, do you not know what a Spear is, though? I know what a Spear is, but do you no, got to tackle him? No, like, like Goldberg. You, you just fucking. <laughs> oh, got it. Fucking full tilt, lower your shoulder and hit them like somewhere around like the, like their fucking midsection with, and just drop them as hard as you can into whatever. So. So, to the viewers that are not wrestling heads, Scoop here has referenced a wrestling move in which you basically dive bomb a guy and hit them with your shoulder in their stomach slash chest to tackle them. Uh, I'm, I'm upset if anyone doesn't know what a fucking spear is, man. I'm not. I don't. I thought you wrestling. picked up a spear and like stabbed him with it. I didn't know what was. No, going I kind of got it from context clues. We grew up in the South, man. Come on now. Come I'm on. not a wrestler. I'm sorry. <laughs> Outside the bed. That's a shame for Chris. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's just fucking full full tilt into him, lower the shoulder, and then just try to fucking slam him into whatever's behind him. Can you describe that one more time, actually? Uh, no. Yes. Um, I'm going to <laughs> drop my stance a little bit um, and accelerate to maximum velocity. What's, what's that? Uh, how, how fast can a Fenway run? I, how fast can a Fenway run? I don't know. At least in that short distance, probably about like 10 miles per hour, probably. Probably. Know. And I'm mm-hmm. going, going to t- take my shoulder and center it on a, a very soft, fleshy bit of his body around the stomach. Based on um, Fenway artwork so far that we've gotten, I think uh, I think he's pretty beefy. So that's going to do a lot of damage. It, it, he's, it's it's going to be like a, a, an NFL linebacker pancaking i don't i don't know like a fucking middle score i don't know yeah i like to think this guy's scrawny too <laughs> <laughs> all right uh give me a uh grit and fight at a plus two huh mm. <clears throat> would you at a plus two <laughs> grit and fight yeah, I'm not doing so good right now how are you man your rolls are <laughs> what? bad today they're real bad today um I thought Hang that's on. his strong point. So, how many failures? It, it would be two, but my question is, would this count as a combat? Uh, yes, this is combat. Then I would like to invoke I'm three times faster so that I can re-roll one die. Yes, go for it. Um, so I'm re-rolling my six. So I've got a four and a six right now for a two. Yeah. Okay. How so many that, successes? So it puts me to six. Da, 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 two successes then. Now that's how you play a role playing game. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Using rules <laughs> that aren't out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. So you uh, run uh, toward him, readying your shoulder spear attack. And he initially pulls a gun, aiming to shoot you. The fire, the, the shot goes off. And you juke, you juke the bullet and jump, become airborne and nail him in the stomach. He slams to the ground before he can pull the gun up. Orville has effectively kicked him in the head and taken the gun away by placing a knee onto his wrist. He is now holding a gun to his head. You and your little fuck boyfriend tried to kill one of my guys and then kill all of us. Hello. My name's Finway, and this shit's about to hurt. He's already in lots of pain. His his his, his reaction seems to be uh, 
mostly wincing and trying not to black out. He has been winded by the spear and then uh, kicked in the head. So, yeah, yeah, he's uh, not really in, in, in the mood for responding at the moment, but uh, manages to say, Zeon! Uh, roll me keen and awareness. You got the fucking suicide pill on me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what it is. Let's see if he knows what it is. <laughs> One failure. <laughs> One. Okay. Orville. It's like, damn it! And starts like reaching into his mouth. Damn it! Damn it! Damn it! Like the guy starts shaking and foaming at the mouth. <laughs> Coughs up a shit ton of blood, vomits basically a torrent of uh, of blood onto onto the floor beside him. A little bit gets on you, a little bit gets on Orville, uh, and his eyes roll back into his head, and his body tenses up and locks up. Orville, in frustration, punches his head really hard. Not his own, the dead guy. Honestly, gonna follow suit and just start <laughs> driving blows down on top of him out of just pure fucking rage. Damn it! Damn it! Damn it! You hear a beeping. You're fucking kidding me with this shit right now. <laughs> Fuck. I'm gonna pull my fucking knife. Alright, you pull your fucking knife. <sighs> I think you know where it goes. Do I hear it in the same spot, roughly? Roughly. Just gonna drive the fucking knife into him and drag it through him. Alright, you do. There is a, a litter of organs and, and gore now on the floor of Oscar's office. Man, Oscar can fucking deal with this later. I don't give a shit right now. I'm gonna jam my fucking hand in, into the cavity and like fucking rip out the bomb. And you pass it so. to fucking Orville. Uh, and you pass it to him, and he quickly takes his own knife, cuts off the cellophane, flips it over, and does the exact same thing he did to the bomb in the hangar, and it stops beeping, and it goes, it, it goes dead, goes silent. <sighs> Damn it! Yeah. All right. So that was a major event that happened. Oh, do you think? Yeah. So naps. You wake up. Oh, again. <laughs> You don't know how long it's been. You feel a lot better. Next to you, on an empty bed, is your uniform and gear, along with a piece of paper. I take the paper. It's orders to report to the briefing room as soon as you are able. I, like, turn around a little, in like I move a little in my bed, see if my midsection still hurts a shit. You're pretty good. There's a light amount of pain, but you can manage. Uh, well, then I slowly get up and put on my uniform. You do so. Also, I look around the room and see if they've <laughs> finally got rid of the corpse and stuff. Oh, it's all cleaned up and everything. The bed across from you does have someone in it, though. Do I recognize him? Yeah, it's Rast. Oh, wait, he's, he's across me now where the corpse was? Yeah, they replaced the bed. They changed it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, you're up. Cool. Yeah. Uh, what are you doing? Oh, I'm doing good. And I was just told to watch you. They didn't want to, you know, have no one watch you in here after what happened. Seems like a good decision. I've mostly been sleeping, though. Hmm. Ah. 
That's not really how you watch someone. <laughs> I mostly <laughs> haven't been watching you. <laughs> he'd, he'd make a great sailor. How long has it been since, you know? Oh, uh, yeah, you've been out of it for two days. Uh, our missions today and uh, whether or not you woke up was uh, decide whether or not you're coming on the mission. Well, it looks like you're up, so you get to go out on a mission now. You should have slept more. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of hoping you wouldn't wake up either. And I probably wouldn't have to go on the mission either. <laughs> but, um, I mean, here we are. Off luck. Are you ready to go to the briefing? Am I? Um, he gets up and starts going. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I stand around a little, like, looking at him, and then I follow him. All right. In the briefing room, everyone has been gathered from your guys' team. Oh, shit. Hey. Uh, Naps is awake, huh? <laughs> cool. Are you done taking your nap? <laughs> yeah. I don't react. I don't react. <laughs> I Naps, sit down. You hear that? You hear what he said? Yep. Did I, did I did I do the joke wrong? Bex? No, that was perfect. Okay, I hand him like five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Horrible! Horrible! After uh, you know, uh, the brief rendezvous of of meeting the non bedridden naps, um, Orville walks into the room, uh, turns on the projector, and starts the briefing presentation. A scene you've become kind of familiar with. Oh yeah, it's like every five episodes. <sighs> mm-hmm. We're all good at going to briefing rooms. And being interrogated. Yep. And being interrogated and being prisoners. <laughs> I don't know about all that. You guys... You can imagine. You <laughs> can imagine. Uh, sooner or later, we get used to it. I feel like I was there with you, though. Like a fly on the wall listening. <laughs> all right. Next mission. Good to see that everyone's up and uh, about in good spirits. So, the events that transpired three days ago were uh, likely due to agents from Castilla Zabi's camp, and more than likely were occurring in order to prevent us from going on this very mission. There is a prisoner of war exchange occurring on an abandoned oil rig out in the Gulf of Mexico. We've had to turn our, our course back significantly to get there, and we've been in Fetty waters for quite some time. He, he clicks a button, and uh, you get to see a picture of the oil rig. It's an oil rig. It looks rusty and kind of run down, though. And there's a few others around it as well, and they seem to be connected. But, uh, yeah, it's just kind of like an oil rig complex. Like Mother Base, huh? <laughs> yeah. God damn it. Diamond dogs, no. This oil rig has been abandoned for the last hmm, half century or so. Uh, the Federation has chosen it to be a prisoner exchange because it is uh, roughly in between Fetty and uh, our own Xeon-controlled waters. There they are making exchanges of some notable Federation prisoners and one in particular Xeon prisoner to uh, switch them back, do a prisoner's exchange, as you sometimes do with prisoners of war. One of which you are all familiar with. He clicks a button, and you see the picture of Lady Sark. Yeah. As you may or may not know, Lady Sark is a loyal member of the Kazilia Zabi camp, to some degree tasked with finding Jaburo as well. Similar mission to our own. Until recently, when she became a prisoner and was transferred to the Federation control, but it seems that the Federation has found fit to make a deal to trade her back for some of their own 
prisoners that we hold. We do not want this Lady Sark back into Cassilia's deck at any cost. Two of you should very much understand why. She has very private information of what was occurring while you two were undercover. Yes, undercover. <laughs> I look over to Wrath. Smack naps in the back of the head. Yes, undercover. <laughs> is, it, is there anyone in the briefing room besides our team and like Oscar Norville? Uh, no. Oh, yeah. Okay, I guess I, guess I smile then. a little then. You know, funny situation. Obviously, if she's folded back into the camp, then that puts this entire ship at risk of harboring uh, certain individuals that may be able to sway certain Xeon forces to turn against us. This would not be ideal to our mission of finding Jaburo. <sighs> so, Lady Sark needs to die. The difficulty is, well... This is a prisoner of war exchange agreed to by both sides to be neutral ground for the exchange. Violating this would be several war crimes. And that's why we're sending you guys make it look as if the deal just went wrong. That is of the utmost importance. There'll be two teams, a ground team that will be on the platform in order to make the deal look like it just went naturally south and a backup team, which will be our act guy pilots, acting as support just in case things don't go as they should. Now, you will have time to plan this operation, and it's up to you exactly how you go about it. But ultimately, it can't look like an operation, and it can't look like a job. It has to look like the Federation got antsy and mistakes were made. Oh, guys are leaving it to us. It's a, it's kind of cool. Well, the specifics are up to you. Now we have some outfits that will make you look more like Xeon ground forces from North America. So you could, to some degree, masquerade as the Xeon party making the exchange here. That would be how I would go about it. And at this point, we're to believe that the lives of everyone on our own side or forfeit. Yeah. Well, we hope not to engage the vessels bringing either team there. They are to be dropping off both the Federation soldiers, the POWs, and the Xeon soldiers and their POWs and leaving until the deal is complete to return and retrieve them. It's part of the agreement, you see. So, with any luck, we will be able to pull off this operation without sinking either a Fetty or a Xeon vessel. Just, they are going to be put into a harrowing situation where they are in conflict with each other. And in that conflict, Lady Sark has to get shot. That's the only definite. That's the only kill that needs to happen. Do we know what the, the detail is? Yes, so each escort of the POWs on either side will have a squad of five. That is what it's agreed upon. Sidearms only. I'm assuming we can't pull the Charles's in for this. No. They are meant for operations where they are uh, intended to be loud. How are we supposed to insert ourselves into that when both sides have already agreed upon the number of soldiers? Well, you obviously can't masquerade on the Xeon side as members of a closed small Xeon team. But you can show yourself to the Federation, present yourselves as a member of the Xeon escort team, as they wouldn't know 
who is on the opposing team and potentially make things go bad. What sort of weaponry do we have on board as far as personnel weapons? Not uh, So he basically tells you that the uh, armory is fully open to you. So there's missiles. Nothing, uh, nothing that crazy and over the top. Uh, sniper rifles. That is what I'm looking for, actually. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Naps, since you're going to be on the platform with me, how good of a shot are you? I think you saw how... Yeah, that's what I figured. Okay. Um, my thought is if we can get in position early enough ahead of them, I could set up with a, with a rifle overlooking where potential locations of the exchange will go down. And as it starts to go down, put around into one of the fetties as if it was a bad shot or a failed attempt at uh, taking him out and see if that will incite a fight between them. Maybe. If both parties have agreed on just five soldiers, what if we show ourselves accidentally as if to say that the the, the Zeon side has betrayed the agreement? It was a, an agreement on sidearms only, yeah? Right? That was, that was what was said? Correct. Sidearms only, five men per escort squad, and the POWs. The carrying vessels have to, uh, well, they have to move at least... 50 miles away. We do a little bit of both here. The idea would be for you to have a rifle or whatever you want on you, whatever you feel is going to be best to protect you. Maybe carry some extra body armor for this shit because your shit's liable to go wrong. Right, because I will be drawing the, the attention with this. Yeah, and I'll provide Overwatch with the rifle. And if it looks like it's going to go south before we even, your portion of the plan will back you away from it so you're not just going arms away for fucking nothing. Stalking, stalking around, just obvious enough? Yes. Get spotted and make the Fetties actually take first action. Right. But ultimately, it's up to your team commander how you go about this. I do like the idea of having some kind of guarantee, though. Well, I'd the failsafe are the two guy pilots. He looks to Rast and Holden. Rast kind of... Hey. <laughs> If things go poorly, it is going to be the guy team that, from underneath the platforms, makes the platforms sink. Got it. Collapse the oil rig. That couldn't do anything worse to the environment that we already did. Yeah, I think we'll go with plan B. We'll go with your plan. The delicate balance to try to get spotted while you're trying to look like you're not trying to get spotted. It's really easy to sink an oil rig, <laughs> but hopefully uh, it won't get to that point. Orville hands you folders, uh, Holden and Rast. Basically, this is on the structure analysis of the oil rigs. It's an old one. You can tell it's done back when they were actually still in use. But it's basically where to hit to make, like, the, the, the weak points. Where to hit to make it sink. Well, it's already been established that Holden is very good with documents, so he notes all the points in and puts it away. Got it. Rast is, like, otherwise overwhelmed a bit by looking through all the papers. It's a thick folder. Oh, okay. Uh, here and here and here and here. And you got here. it. Right. We got yeah. this. And we get to pilot the act guys time. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. Oh, my God. Even if we're just sitting under an oil rig all day, that's pretty badass. All right. The briefing concludes. Oscar leaves. He didn't say anything this entire time. Well, he was in that too. <laughs> yes. He was just kind of watching you guys, see how y'all would go about it. Orville is like packing up the stuff for the presentation. He's giving y'all all like small briefs on stuff. Wow. 
So you guys are about to finally get your revenge on Lady Sark, huh? Uh, yeah. It'll uh, it'll feel good not having her around anymore, honestly. Though I kind of already figured the Federation killed her. Yeah, it is weird that they agreed to give her back. She kind of done a lot of fucking shit, you know? She kind of sucks. Whoever they're trading for must be really important. Yeah. Um, I'm looking through the, the the folder to see if there's any info on the POWs that we're sending. You don't recognize any of the names initially as anything that stands out. I'm going to make sure the door is locked now that Oscar and Orvo are out of the room. It is. The door shuts. All right. I wanted to have this talk a couple days ago, but uh, assassination attempts and bombs kind of got in the way. I know the documents that cover all the time that you guys were, quote, quote, Spying for Zeon are bullshit. <laughs> Oscar's admitted that to me. <laughs> and shit's very, very clear. You're both traitors twice over. And judging from the way the brief went today, I imagine we're about to go see why you betrayed us the first time. Yes. I do want you to understand, though, you will not live to do that shit again. You wouldn't dream of it. <laughs> <laughs> I just looked at him. I know that your friends are over there. I know you met some people that you really enjoyed. And I know there's may come a time where we have to run against them. Like this, this Darty Kilgore and this Captain Godfrey. I just need to know, here and now, that you can do your jobs when the time comes. I, I, of course. Like I said, I'm, I'm ready to do what needs to be done. I barely even know him. I can't be looking over my shoulder while we're out there. You guys have done nothing to, to show me that you're not trustworthy. Hell, fucking Brass Monkey over here has done some crazy shit when we were in Parvo. <sighs> you Navs have almost died for the fucking, the cause, I don't know how many times in the course yeah. of two days, maybe. Yeah, well, it comes with the territory. Usually when someone tries to kill you as a spy, that usually means you're doing something, right? I just want you to understand that I will have your back out there, and I will destroy anything that gets in our path that may do harm to you. Yeah. I'm sure the mission will uh, go off without a hiccup. Of course. But don't jinx it. Uh, everyone, I'm going to put my my hand in the middle of the imaginary circle. Squid squad. R- Rass rolls his eyes, but also puts his hand in there. Yeah, I put it there too. And we're just going to look at all of them a little bit and just like, yeah, fuck it. Put his hand in. Squid Squad! I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm not I'm not doing that. Well, I did it. <laughs> and it was awesome. Dead Sam Medium. Good.